So what's been getting y'all this week and in life? You told us and we're here to respond. In this episode, Sydney and I are diving into your dilemmas and what's been getting you, our listeners. Stay tuned as we discuss friendships and relationships, life in New York City, and lots of opinions in between. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's Sydney. This is Savannah. And this is what gets me. Okay. Late, late night. Literally late night. It's late night duo edition. <laughs> this is the latest we've recorded. Ever. It is 10.22 p.m. Eastern time. And it's Sid and I today coming at y'all from New York. But real quick, what's getting you? What's getting me? <laughs> so many things are getting me. Everything's getting me. Life in general. But I think lately, like, sassy men. Um, in, this, in the year of our Lord, 2023, I just feel like as 24-plus-year-olds, the men, like, need to be a little less sassy. And, like, lately in my life and my friends' lives, there's been a lot of getting blocked and unfollowed and, like, little petty messages or, like, I'm not talking to you silent treatment. And I just feel like it's incredibly immature. And it's also like, as a man, why are you blocking? And we're grown. We're grown. Where are you, why are you blocking? You what did not you talk to me. It was an unfollow and a block, right? Yeah. So I was unfollowed. Okay. So give us some context. Is okay. this a man that you were, you were recently talking to? So like months ago, like last fall and then earlier this year. Is this who I think it is? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Um... <laughs> Not him. There's so many. She can't keep up. I mean, hey, <laughs> we got stories for days. We have stories for days. So anyway, basically, I was talking to this guy in the fall, like going on dates, whatever. Um, and then we fell off for like a month or a month and a half, like over the holidays. And then we like picked back up when I came back to New York. Mm. And he said he was going to take me on a date. He then like did not follow we said we made plans we made a day and made time and then the day came and it was raining he's like well it's raining he was making excuses and the date didn't happen like his hair is gonna frizz up yeah like sassy sassy sassy, sassy. <laughs> like, oh it's gonna mess up your lineup <laughs> oh my god so unserious what is it called edge up the black that thing they put, the, the little black thing they spray on there oh. i don't know a quick weave something like that <laughs> um <laughs> And so I just, that's my pet peeve. I feel like as a man, don't tell me you're going to do something and you don't do it. Because I'd rather, I would have rather he just kept his mouth shut and like didn't say anything. It's it's truly like my deal breaker. So he told me he was going to take me on a date, didn't take me on a date. And that was it. Wait, so was this supposed to be back beginning of the year or recently? Back beginning of the year. Oh, and he did This was like February. I just feel like men need to start being direct. Yeah. Don't say you're going to do something. And I bet it it was day of. It was day, like, we made these plans, like, days in advance, and then day of, he's like, and if it's like, I just feel like, it's not the fact that you don't want to do it, it's the fact that you said you were going to do something, you didn't do it. Right. I, mm, I had a situation earlier this year, actually, too, mm-hmm. where me and this guy are supposed to get drinks. Ugh, I hate, t- I don't even <laughs> want to tell this story, this just pisses me off. I just, <laughs> I'm so tired of that. Sickening. Ugh, what happened? Well, long story short... We planned, like, a week in advance. We're going to get drinks. Mm -hmm. Day comes, morning of, he texts me, hey, I can't get drinks. I have a birthday thing and a school thing. First of all, we're not even in school. (laughs) We work full-time jobs. You are degreed. For you to have two, like, just... A birthday? Like, also day of. Like, that's just bullshit. That's BS. You have no respect for my time. 
at all. And now you're lying. Like, don't play in my face. Just don't play in my don't face. Don't play in my face. Just, you could just say it's not a good... I don't even know what you could say because you shouldn't yeah. have waited till the day of. That's my thing. And if anyone wants to know, that was my last shot with men. <laughs> <laughs> She's been sick ever since. She's been was done. Sick. Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal, but I was no, just... No, it is a big deal. I mean, I'm just sick and tired. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop wasting my time. And so someone's ready to be serious. Be so for real. But they aren't serious. They're deeply unserious individuals is the issue. So yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I just, that's what happened. And then he had the nerve to text me asking if I was still going to sublet my apartment. He was like, I know someone. I ignored him. I don't care who you know. You didn't take me on a date and you didn't apologize. Don't ever text this number again. So I just ghosted him. Good. And then... I just realized that he unfollowed me, and I just thought it was sassy. But That's I mean, really I don't sassy. care, but it's just sassy. But like, I don't like when it's a tit for tat thing. It's she didn't right. text me back. Let me go unfollow her. <sighs> so, blessings to him. And then my friend was telling me this man that has been playing with her for years, years. Oof, we hate. She's been letting this long. man play in her face for years. She finally cut him off, and he blocked her. I just think it's bratty behavior. I think a lot of times men get away with a lot of things. And once it's not even a call out, but as soon as it's not okay anymore. They're held accountable or something. Yeah, they get, they freak out. Well, they need to freak out over there. Yeah, keep it over there. Childish. Keep it on the playground. Um, yeah. The sassy men, stay away. Stay away. (laughs) Go go unsass yourself. I don't think they know they're sassy though. They don't know that they're anything. They don't think they're wrong and that's the problem. Yeah. It's a lack of accountability for me. Yeah. And no one ever held them, point, held them accountable. It's their mama's fault. Is it? I'm like, that's a lot of moms who didn't do their job. Yeah, it's it their mom's be. fault. It can't be. Because there are good men out there. That's true. They're just I, you so know, I think it's something about men having sisters. You do? No, I know men that have sisters that are and act like horrible. that? No, no, that's true. It's, I just think it's right. like how you You're were raised. Correct. It's not, and I don't want to put it all on women. It's their father's fault too. But what got uh, you? What got me? It's been a week. I've been <laughs> running around. What did get me though? <laughs> I'm trying to everything. Think. Low key, everything. Oh, I have a good one. I have a good one. Okay. okay. I got on a new project at work. I'm really Woo! excited about it. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited. And this came after my last project fell through. Right. So they were playing my sister's face. Uh, they played in my face. They did play in my face. But That's so God worked it out because yes. I'm on my dream project actually now. Yay. I think I said that about my last project, the one that fell through. I mean, that one was great. I learned right. a lot. But, but this is like this is what I came to this job for. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And this is me ten months into this job. So I'm like, I came Finally. here for this. Finally. And Finally. in this market. I got to be thankful. Right. So She's still employed, and now she's getting her dream yeah, project. Still employed, dream project, that. starting Monday. Also happy to have some stability back in my life. Right. Because it just oh, yeah, feels it tumultuous just, when yeah. I don't know. Like, every day is just so different. But did you enjoy having a break? I did. I did. Yeah. It was good. Good. And then you got your dream project. I love it. Exactly. That's so amazing. We're lit. You have to tell me more when we're offline. I will. Sorry. Y'all, y'all don't get all the details. Y'all can't get all the deets. <laughs> you can't get all the deets. Can't get it all. <laughs> We're just going to be talking about what's getting y'all today in this episode. This is exclusively dedicated to your Am I the Asshole situations and things you've submitted on the What's Getting You form. If you don't know this form, we have it linked in our link tree in our bio on Instagram. So make sure you go fill it out if you do want us to live react. And in the future, we'll be dropping your scenarios and your What's Getting You's in 
the first part of our episodes. But yeah. right now, we're just going to go through all of them. So, all right. So, I'm going to let you choose. We have three categories. Okay. I grouped these into... Ooh, it's like a game. It's like a game. I'm Take your pick. Okay. okay. Um, I grouped these into life and the city, okay. friendships and relationships, and men. Which, where do we want to start? I feel like we've talked about men too much. We do. Let's start somewhere else. Um, <laughs> friendships and relationships. Okay. For 500, please. Perfect. <laughs> you got it. All right. So someone said, let's talk about roommates. Okay. Have y'all had any bad roommate experiences now and in college? I'll mm. share one. Yeah, go ahead. My roommate had her period blood on my sheets <gasps> and then denied that she did it. <gasps> <laughs> I just want to know, what was she doing on your bed? Why did she have your sheets? That's, like, was it a she was sitting on your bed unauthorized situation? Or maybe, like, she let her borrow the sheets? That's why I'm like, was it a sheet borrowing situation or was it a bed sitting and I'm not there situation? It's probably a sheet borrowing. Probably sheet borrowing. Because, like... Because you can't sit up, get up, and we're looking and you're like, I didn't do that. You didn't do that. It's probably, like, borrowing. That is so trifling. Your roommate is disgusting because she could have properly washed the sheets or like as women, like we know it happens. Yeah. Like it happens. It, it just happens. happens. Yeah. It's unavoidable in this lifetime. Um, she could have said, you know what? I'm sorry. I mean, it's college. I'm sure they weren't luxurious. A thousand thread count sheets. They were like probably from Walmart. Probably from and Walmart. That's okay. <laughs> $20. She could have said, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed them up. The saints not coming out. I'll get you a new pair of sheets. <laughs> Instead, she was trifling, took them off her bed, and handed them back to you and tried to play stupid. And I don't even know what no home training. That's all I have. Yeah, it's giving, that's honestly giving no home training. The way I see it, like you said, we're women, it happens. Like, you might bleed in your sleep and that happens. Right. But, like, either way, it's, see, the thing is, if I give someone a pair of sheets to borrow, which is weird, I don't don't even want them back. You can have them. <laughs> At that you need some sheets. I will go buy you some right. before I give you mine. We can go to Target right but now. We can go to Target. Like, girl, they're You're not right. too expensive at, right. at Walmart. Like, if you need help, I got you. I Postmates. Don't th- Postmates. <laughs> Literally, what is it? Instacart. Right. Um, but, of course, everyone's in the situation to buy sheets. Right. So, one, if you did let, whoever this is, if you did let your roommate borrow your sheets, that was very sweet of you. Mm. Um. Now, I just think it's not right because it's either one, like it can only be one of y'all. If I were to borrow my friend's, whenever I borrow something of a friend's, right. I keep it in tip top shape. Right. I want to make sure you get it back. condition. Just the way it's that. In, it's not in better shape. It's not better. Right. right. So, um, yeah, that would have been, that's really awkward, very weird. Maybe she was uncomfortable with her period and some people just don't know how to have those conversations. But either way, that does yeah. not excuse that behavior. It's and that's so really weird. awkward. And it's so disrespectful because why would you, like, honestly, like, that's not a big deal. Like, to me, like, that's the least, like, now, if you're just slopping, you were eating spaghetti, like, or something in my bed and you mess up the sheets, to me, that's, like, even more annoying. That's more annoying because you were just being irresponsible. Yeah. Like, I totally, as women, like, we totally get the period thing. Yeah, like, like your body's just body. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd just totally. be like that like whatever yeah throw them away and buy can you give me some new ones or give me 15 dollars? whatever i'll go to home goods i think it is so disrespectful that she would leave them in that condition and hand them back to you and it just shows a lack of respect yeah and like an enti- almost an entitlement 
she has no respect for you, sister. Yeah, girl, I'm sorry you have to go through um, that. Oof. Oof. Well, in terms of... I hope you moved out that day. I, I hope... <laughs> I hope you packed it up, or packed her up. <laughs> At least. Told her to pack <laughs> it up. <laughs> and take um, the sheets with her. Literally. Oh, man. Ugh. In terms of have we had any bad experiences, so yeah. I've technically... Have you had a bad one? <laughs> I've, I've had a bad one. I've had bad ones. I've actually, I, now that I think about it, I've only had two roommates okay. in college. I had one freshman year and I had my friend senior year. Mm-hmm. We were roommates. And we lived in an apartment, so it's it's not the same. I think it's yeah. very different rooming in the same room as someone where your beds are in the same room versus you're in an apartment. apartment. Yeah, that's different. Um, freshman year, roommate situation. First semester was great. We were friends, mm-hmm. got along fine. Second semester, it's like a flip switched. Yeah. And everything I did would piss this girl off. And I'm not even unreasonable as a person, but everything I did would piss off my roommate. What and it started off, it started off with, and this is the thing I don't like about this. Uh-huh. Number one, it was, I think it was her reaction, number one, was just rude. Okay. But long story short, she told me I snored really loud in my sleep, and it was keeping her from sleeping. This was never a problem for a semester. Um, and either way, snoring is just a natural thing that happens. So, like, you for you to be to slamming doors, slamming drawers, like, Jesus. just pissy, angry because I'm snoring, that's just disrespectful. That's insane I to me. I hate <laughs> passive aggression. Mm-hmm. I hate that. First of all, you're being disrespectful. You want to slam doors? We can slam. Right. And I just feel like I'm very direct. Or it's like you can have a conversation and say, you know what? It's becoming a lot. Like, can you get the little nasal strips? Oh, yeah. Can you give me some headphones or something? Like, Oh, so what ended up happening was, so we're two weeks into the semester. Mm-hmm. And the way it happened is I just woke up one morning. And mind you, it's freshman year. We're two weeks into the semester. Where I was at school, it's Second cold semester? up there. Second semester yeah. freshman year. Okay. It's cold up there. Like, no one wants to, like, there's just a lot going on. She <laughs> was in the trenches. Uh, we, as we all were. But in I wake Ithaca. up and she's like, Sav, are you getting sick? Because you're snoring and it's keeping me up at night. No, I'm not Something sick. about you keep snoring. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm getting sick of you. Literally. <laughs> Real sick. Now, my mom is really nice. Yes. I tell my mom, oh, actually, no, her mother, bro her mm. mom called my mom and she didn't tell her, her mom to do that her mom just did it but her mom calls my mom and ends up talking to my mom about the fact that i'm snoring at night and it's keeping up her daughter my mom very nice sends earplugs in the mail oh yeah sends her earplugs i think there was like maybe like a week of peace and then it was just back to i still hear the snoring and the being rude okay. and just aggressive what do you want what does she want you to do right like um, not breathe? Probably. Because she wanted to control my every move. She Sometimes would... it'd be like, Sab, you're typing too loud. <gasps> oh, and she would wake me up. She'd be like, mind you, if I snore so loud, I'm such a light sleeper. Right. That she would be like, Sav, Sav. You wake up. It's like one in the morning. I wake up and she's like, you're snoring. What do you want me to do? <laughs> sister, <laughs> sister, take these headphones. <laughs> put them on and leave me the fuck alone. Like, oh my gosh, just so rude. I remember the last, it was like second to last day, freshman year. I wake up, she's slamming doors, like so angry. I'm like, yo, this is so, so this, just, this is just really. Because I would have just been like, girl, we got to do something. We going to get on our Google. Because I snore oh, a lot I, too. I, I wore nasal strips, but they don't do anything. They Those don't. are a scam. Those right. are stupid. There's really nothing you can, there's like not much you can do about snoring. Yeah. I snore a lot too. But it's like. You don't have to be nasty about it. What does she want you to do? She just wants to control me. And like, you're typing too loud. I would have typed. 
Whew, I would have typed black. <laughs> I hope I didn't fuck that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was my nightmare. After that, I lived in singles only. I was like, <laughs> and even now living in New York, yes, I live at home, but I refuse to move out from home and get a roommate. We were just talking about yeah. this. I'm not getting a roommate because, I mean, and I know this is, I'm like in the privileged position to say right. this, but I just know protect your peace i'm protecting my peace and also the thing about roommates whatever they want to deal with i got to deal with too right i don't want to deal with we're we're, we're grown i don't want to deal with men you want to bring home. men home you want to cook things that like this is you so want to fry chicken and got my my curtains and clothes exactly. smelling like yeah like it's yeah. like simple things it's like simple that things it's simple things yeah. you want to do weird things in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oof Oh. What stories do you have? Because okay. them dorms, y'all, dorms, dorming will really build dorming character. Is crazy. Okay, so I've never had like a bad roommate, mm-hmm. like living with someone. Experience. Okay, actually, yes, I have a story. Okay. It, but this was like a brief living situation. Okay. My s- junior year, one of my friends, she was in a sorority. She was living in the sorority house, but things didn't work out. So like into the semester, like a couple weeks into the semester, she needed somewhere to live and asked if she could move in. We had an empty room in our suite. She asked if she could move in. I'm like, yeah, of course. Anytime, girl, come on in. Where is this going? She, first of all, she was just, I love her. She's the sweetest girl, but like, she did not have her shit together at all. Like, everything was all over the place. Like, she had, like, girl, how is it three weeks into the semester and you don't have anywhere to live? Like, you figure that out before you even get on campus. <laughs> Wait, it's not that she didn't have anywhere to live. It's just that she didn't like where she was living. No, it was like she didn't have her. She didn't like pay the dues. I don't know what it was, but it was something where like she, could, she didn't have her. Allowed. She wasn't handling her business. Ah, uh, okay. Or some, like properly. Mm-hmm. She moves into my dorm finally on some random Friday in like September. <laughs> my best friend, my other sweet mate, my best friend, we went to the movies like, just good, wholesome, watching a movie on a Friday night in college. We come back. I had did laundry. Oh, no. So, like, I did laundry. I cleaned. I made my bed. I come back. There's no sheets on my bed. You're kidding me. You're lying. She didn't I walk take into sheets her, off your bed. I walk into her room. Yo. And I see the... I, w- I, I was so stuck. I didn't Stop. even say anything at first. I walk into her room. Uh-huh. I see my sheets on her bed. And I walk out, the rooms were next to each other, so I walk out her room, and then I go back in my room and I look on the bed. Because I was like, surely my mind is deceiving me. That can't be. That can't, it can't be. Like, why do you have my sheets? And she was like, I like, I didn't think you were coming home. For two weeks? And I was like, why would, I was like, why would I not come home? And she goes, I thought, I was like, where would I be? And she was like, (laughs) it was like nine o'clock. At night. And she was like, I don't know, at some guys. What guy? Like, I had no boyfriend. Was she going to put the sheets back the next day? Because even if I came back the next morning, I don't want to, you think I want to come home and not have my sheets on my bed? After a night of tomfoolery, if that's what it was. No, this really happened. And I was like, give me my fucking sheets. And I took my sheets and I put them back on my bed. Were y'all friends after that? Yes. But then she like came and met. Okay. But then she was a whole person because she's like a little bit of a nudist. Like, she doesn't like she never has pants or undies on so one time she came in my room and like you have we they give us a desk and a desk chair like that come with the dorm she like sat her bare cooch on my desk you're lying chair. she did yeah, not wait was she God. wearing a, a t-shirt or something she's wearing a t- 
t-shirt. That was it. No undies, no pants. Was it like a big t-shirt that was at least covering her when she stood up? It was big enough, but not long enough. Not like an XXL. She probably had a large one. I was so like, she sat her bare I told her, butt. I was literally like, get up. This is the stuff I fear when I sit down on chairs in yeah. public. That somebody's coochie has been raw yeah. dogging your chair. <laughs> <laughs> stuff, stuff, stuff out of nightmares. That is really I'm serious. Something. That happened. We're still friends to this day because she's a good person. She just. But like, you don't, I'm sorry. How are you going to take someone's sheets off their bed? That doesn't make sense. To this day, I think I'm supposed to see her soon. I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna be like, "Do you remember what, were what you made thinking? you think? What made you do that?" And then when you sat your bear, cooch, did you tell her to get up? I, t- I told her to get up. I was like, "Did you?" I said, you, "Did you clean the chair?" After? I said, "Get up and wipe it down." I was like, "Get a Clorox wipe." <laughs> Wait, okay. Was it a cloth chair? Or was it a? a it hard... was like a leather. Like, okay, okay. Because cloth chairs, cloth, you, you can't, can't clean yeah. that. Now That's she just got her solid. juices off. That's disgusting. Booty juice. R.I.P. to that chair. <laughs> That's really nasty. Her booty juice. It was so trifling. I can't I even think believe. about dorms. Like, when you get to a dorm, there's a couch that's already been there. There is... That mattress. The mattress. Like, you got to wipe everything, everything down. down. It was horrors. But then... So, like, that was my one situation. But other than that, like, whatever. Um, she was just doing weird things. But things I could manage. Mm-hmm. I've had the biggest struggle in adulthood. So I live alone. Life-changing stuff. Living alone is the biggest blessing. To come home and no one's here, it's quiet, and I can do whatever I want. Vibes. If you can do it, do it. Um, I think everyone should do it at least once in their life. But I do want to get a roommate because it'll save me a ton of money. Mm -hmm. But, like, vetting, as far as, like, having to vet people, Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like... It's hard to align on expectations. Right. For like budget or like where people want to live. And that's just been the biggest struggle. But I haven't found that anyone's particularly unhinged yet. Good. No period. Yeah, you, my seats, sheets were stolen, but she didn't so pee on them or like period on them and leave it. <laughs> who knows what would have happened? Who knows? And who knows? Was she going to put them back in your bed? Who knows? I don't Probably know. Probably not. Oof. Okay. All right. Let's. Can we go to um, men? Yes. Let's go to men. Men okay. for two hundred. Men please. for two hundred, please. Well, okay. We're gonna do the one. This is men for four hundred. Okay. We have a men for two hundred. Right. We're gonna start with men for four hundred. Okay. So someone said, mm-hmm. "This week, what's getting me is that I'm realizing that black men are more likely to want to split things fifty fifty with a black girl, but white men will pay one hundred zero. So full thing Mm -hmm. for a white woman or any other woman and this is also with black men overseas as well they don't mind not doing 50 50 but african-american men seem to be the only ones to do that okay i'm trying to let me wrap my head around the the question okay so i think they're saying well what are you asking us i don't think it's a question i just think it's It's a what's getting them it's a statement oh that's what's getting getting you sister yes this is what's getting you going 50 50 with african-american men so i think what she's what the person is saying is that they've found in dating they found that an african-american man typically wants them to split things 50 50 but white men and perhaps even black black men men from overseas don't have the same Uh. I'm not going 50-50 with anybody, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually of the same stance. I I mean, there's no way before you go out with someone, you don't want to ask them, are you paying? 
I have, I think I talked about this in the dating episode. I've gotten to the point. I used to ask, Mm -hmm. I used to be like, do you want to split it? Just as a formality. Right. Did I ever really want to split it? No. No, because I do want a man who's going to show initiative and taking care of me. Right. And I think that starts off when you're dating someone with them paying for the dates and taking the bill. Um, At the same time, I I felt like I had to do that because there's people who search in their wallet act like they're right. you know they want a man to stop them and i was just like let me just be direct right. however i've gotten to the point these days if you're going on a date with me if you ask me to go on a date you ask me out and i'm just going to when the bill comes i'm just going to sit there and wait for you to take it i'm stevie wonder when that bill comes <laughs> she said i don't see it. i don't see it <laughs> we, don't, we don't see it um yeah i mean i don't know that's tough that's rough it's, then it's just then date i mean I don't know. I like because that's probably this person's experience, but I think that's like like I don't want to generalize that. I don't yeah, want to put that out there. I don't, don't want to stand on that that like African American men um I guess essentially only want to go 50/50 or aren't willing to pay for dates because that's just not hasn't been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um Same. but I think if in your experience dating if you find that certain groups and demographics better align their practices better align then that's what you should go for yeah i think it's two things one go for what the kind of men that are better aligned right. two maybe you're you're finding these men in the wrong places right and that's not any fault of your own but totally. if you're finding that the men that you're dating or let's say the black men that you're dating are more likely to want to split things 50 50 think about where you're meeting them so if you're meeting them in a common place if you're meeting them on dating apps or if you're meeting them in the trenches in, circle, in the trenches <laughs> <laughs> think about finding them in other places, places. not know? the trenches not the trenches not the on the mountain top sister yes we're going to climb up out the trenches not in the valley <laughs> on the, the mountain top <laughs> <laughs> where there's a will there is a way exactly you could climb your way to that mountaintop and there you will find Fine. black men who don't want to split that bill, bill 50 50 sister because we i mean yeah that's just not my experience i think and i think generally like you've said like when you've offered like sometimes they'll be like okay like whatever but i think for mm-hmm. the most part like the african-american men in new york city that I know of that at, take women out on a, like a first date mm-hmm. by and large are paying for it. Yeah. Um, and if he's not sister, tell him to get back there and wash the dishes to fulfill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, the past few dates I've gone on, they've paid that bill. And that's because I, <laughs> that's because I just don't like, I, I say, thank you. I just, they pay for it. And I thank them. And this is right. not to be a city girl or anything like that, but I do appreciate you paying the bill. And I just say, yeah, thank you. But thank I, you. there's also, I guess the biggest thing to take away one, maybe evaluate where you're finding men Two, go for, if you want to try dating other types of men, like whether it's racially or they just have a different background than you, right. maybe that could help. And then three, if you don't want to pay that bill, definitely don't, don't put yourself out there to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Are you offering? Yeah. Because if you're offering, when you offer, certain men will take it. We'll take it. We'll take you up on that. And that's on you. Yeah. Because those times that I've asked, like, there are some men who will say, "Yeah, we could split it." I'd be sick. Mm. (laughs) I know you were sick. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're if you're asking, if you have no intention (laughs) of splitting a bill, don't even offer. Because then somebody yeah. takes you up on it, and now you're just mad. Right. But you offered. 
For and sure. you were being disingenuous. Yes, we and we chatted about this and even though he dating. shouldn't let you. Honestly, I think like on a first date, like a, a man, man should shouldn't let you pay, let you. but like that's on you. So yeah. sorry, sister. Get you yeah. some new men. Get go a, the, get go, a new go to the mountaintop. You need to re up that roster. Go to the mountaintop. Go to the mountaintop. And also dating apps. Be careful with those because you like you can't vet those men. I don't. Um, yeah, you can't vet them. And I feel like this is a whole another conversation, but I feel like men don't take people they meet on dating apps that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They don't. But yeah, um, well, down to the th- the th- it being a racial thing, I wouldn't want to generalize, even though this, right. this is your lived experience. Definitely try and find, if you are, like, let's say you're more attracted to black men and you want to date more black men, but you find that it's too much 50-50, mm-hmm. find black men in different places. Not the trenches. The mountaintop. The mountaintop. Amen. Amen. Okay, can we do men for 200? Men for 200. Okay. This one, this one, what's getting this person is men rarely just want to be friends. Mm. As in, I think it seems like men, you meet a man and he doesn't want to just be your friend. I feel that. I think it's really hard to make good guy friends in adulthood. Because I've always, like in high school, I had a ton of guy friends. And then... In college, I had a ton of guy friends. Really? But the issue in college was they didn't want to just stay guy friends. Mm. They had ulterior motives. That's where it started for you? Where the men yeah, just stopped in college. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. we'd be friends, but then they'd try stuff. And it's like, no, we're friends. Yeah. Um, and then I'd like curve it and they'd still be good friends. But it's like now it's weird. Now it's awkward. Like, now it's now awkward. I feel like it gets progressively worse. I feel like you're. it's easy to have platonic guy friends and like – elementary and secondary school you go to college it's easy to have guy friends but they might have ulterior motives it might not be as genuine and then you go out into adulthood and it's kind of it kind of almost feels like either you're my man like we're romantically involved or like we have no involvement at all i feel that's so heavy it's really hard to make guy friends as an adult that is so how do you it's hard to make friends as an adult in general then to build a rapport with with a man and especially when you're a woman who's doing good for herself, right. you take care of yourself. Obviously, like you look good. How could they not be attracted to you? Like, how could they not want us? Exactly. You can't blame yeah. them. Even though it's like sometimes we just do want guy friends. I do want more guy friends. Like I yeah. definitely feel this. I felt even in college, I didn't really have. I had some guy friends in college, but like not. Right. Not I think many. A, you need like one, at least one good guy friend. One good close guy a friend. A good guy friend's invaluable. He's gonna tell you you're getting played. Mm-hmm. You're a clown. Like, he's gonna hurt your feelings. What the men are thinking. What the men are thinking. But he's gonna keep it real with you. So I think that's important. I think the best way to make guy friends as an adult. Well, if they don't want to be friends, sorry, sister. I don't know how to help that. They want to date you. You're probably fine you're, as hell. You're too much of a baddie for right. Them. Like. You're irresistible, so I don't know how to help with that. But I think the best way to find guys that can just be friends is, like, maybe other, like, your girlfriends, but, like, their guy friends. Mm. Like, in-network men. Uh, I feel like those, that's interesting, because I feel like the guy friends of my girlfriends are, they feel more like, oh, she's an open target. Right. Because she's vetted, and then also we run in a similar circle now. That's true. Well, How's that shit. work for you? Yeah, that is how I've like met, met your guy friends. Yeah. Well, 
No, that, I was going to say, you're right. Like, that's how I've met guys that I've, like, gone on dates with. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, if, if you're looking for men to go on dates with, then that's a good way. But the thing about finding guy friends, girl, I'm know. still trying to figure it out. I have, I have no answer for you. Yeah, so, like, as you said, <laughs> it's either we're, like, we're dating or there's no connection. I don't even know you. Or, like, we say hi. Like, even just going out to the club. Right. I meet my friend's friends. Why they want like you're trying to talk to me? We could be friends, but right? It's just, just it's, it feels friends. like it's all or nothing these right. days. Right, it does, and it's weird. Like hanging out as an adult is very like intentional, and our time is precious. Yes. So it's kind of like we only have so much time, and it's like, what are we doing here? If we're and not dating, I feel that because I think men don't want to just hang out for the sake of hanging out. They don't. We're with all women, busy. right? They, they, Maybe not even with other men. Exactly. Like, we're all busy. Yeah. And so I don't know. That's a rough one. It's rough. It's rough. Maybe Bumble BFF. Annie, Annie can vouch for that. Hey, hit up Annie. She's been on the Bumble, Bumble BFF, BFF streets. Yeah, girl. Men need, men need love. Well, friendship too. Men need friendship. And, need. and men, we need friendship. Yeah. Be a friend. <laughs> be a friend. Y'all want to be a sneaky link so bad. That's what I'm saying. Oh, there man. are not a, too many sneaky links and not enough friends. That's what I'm saying. Like, also, my thing with men. Don't show and no, genuinely, I really want to know. I wish can a man respond to this and tell me the let truth. Because I'm like, don't you have so many women that you could, if you want a sneaky link, you could have women who are your sneaky links. Mm-hmm. You have women you're going out on dates with. Mm-hmm. You have women you're romantically involved with, long mm-hmm. story short. So don't you just want some female friends? Or woman friends, I should say. I think they're just trying to rack them up. Be so for real. <laughs> Have so, what did I say? I said this okay. to my friend last week. I think week. they're like, why would I just have a friend when I could? Why are men so, but like, why do you have to think like that? Maybe this is just where men and women are fundamentally different. Because mm. I'm just like, I don't, that's like me saying every man, like every man I interact with needs to be someone who could possibly be someone I get involved with. But I just don't I think like that. It. Yeah. I, I think men just think all. different. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, men, let us know. Let us know. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, how are y'all making friends with women? Do they even want, do you even want, like, female companionship? (laughs) Do you you even want female companionship? Is it all? That's not, that's platonic? Yeah. Or does that have to be romantic? do you only want sneaky links? Do you want women to go out on dates with? And do you want women who could potentially be a partner for you like let us know and i feel like don't just i feel like they're gonna like don't take this question and be like well yeah of course i want a friend no like do you actively seek that out if so how and how do you recommend women find other find and identify men that are looking for platonic friendship exactly because honestly as women we don't only want men to go out on dates with like we actually i I don't want to go out on dates with most of y'all most that's but what I'm saying, but we friends. we value friendship. Right. At least me and you. Wait. Right. <laughs> At least we do. We don't know about the other ones. We don't know. Some of these ones are iffy. <laughs> some. Some. A lot. A lot. A lot of these women are real iffy. Anyways, we digress. Oh. Like, yeah, okay, so fun. that covers men for, for what's going Thank on. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, not too much on the men. We can't I've seen that. enough. All right, let's go to life in the city. Okay. Okay, we have a long one. Someone said, I'm thinking about moving... Sorry, let's start that. You're again. good. I'm thinking about moving in a year to a bigger city for work. Some examples: L.A., Chicago, Boston, New York, mm-hmm. etc. 
And I'm trying to balance family obligation with my personal adventure. I'm a suburban kid, born and raised, and went to college in a mid-sized city within driving distance from home, so this is going to be a huge step for me and my parents. How can I pursue adventure without feeling like I'm abandoning my incredible family and parents? How did you do it when you moved to New York City? Sincerely, Suburban Seeking the City. Oh, thank you for signing that off. Yes. Thank you for being vulnerable also. Yeah, and like just actually acknowledging how you feel about moving. Right. Like, I, I think a lot of people could stay comfortable, but I'm happy that you're acknowledging you right. feel like you'd abandon your family. And, like, sounds like you're still taking the leap, but you're just trying to figure out how to navigate those emotions. Yeah. Um, I actually, my mom and I talk about this a lot because my mom, had, like, she had the type of mom where she was, like, her mother, like, wanted everybody to stay home. Mm-hmm. Like, it's perfectly fine. And, like, my extended family, especially, like, my extended family, I'm from Chicago, but my extended family that's in the South, like, it's very much, like, a small town, like... Everyone grows up here. Everyone stays here. Everybody's kids are born here. Like, mom lives 10 minutes away. Grandma lives, like, five minutes away. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's right there. Nobody really leaves home. And I think that's fine if you want to do. But, like, my mom's, like, a lot of people, like, don't intentionally don't push their kids to spread their wings and fly and, like, go experience or see something new from the world. And it might be, like, I'm not saying, like, for this person, like, out of, like, their parents out of fear. Um... And it's also, it could be, like, very valid fear. Like, you don't know what's out there. You never know what could happen if someone's not close by. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important not to feel guilty to pursue, like, something more for yourself. Um, like, you shouldn't minimize your dreams and the things you want for yourself out of fear of abandoning. Because you're not abandoning your family. Like, you're your own person. Like, you'll mm-hmm. still be their daughter and you'll still yeah. come home to visit and you'll still be there with them. Um, but it's just you're moving to expand your horizons and to pursue your passions and like where your heart is leading you. Um, and it sounds like they love you and you love them. So I'm sure they'll be supportive and it's, it is not abandonment (laughs) as long as you call and come home. So I don't think you should feel guilty. Um, it's your life and it's yours to make of it what you want. Yeah. That's a great answer. And also it's nothing is forever. Right. You You could move. Right. I'm not sure where you're from. You didn't mention that, but you could move. You can always go back to suburbia. You could always go back to suburbia, whether that's when, if you want to raise a family, if that's when you have a family, if that is something you want, or whether you just do something for a year or two. But even if you do want to move and you see yourself in a big city long-term, as Sid said, home is always there. Right. And also, I think one thing you might realize when you move is the world is so big. Mm-hmm. There's so much to experience, right. and your life is very long. You have so much time. If you were to stay in your hometown forever and you have this dream on your heart right you would think about it forever so I think it's honestly if you have the ability to move I think it's not you should do it if but when I do think you should do it even if you tell yourself it's just for a period of time and you'll probably realize I don't think you would regret it I don't think so home is always something you can fall back on and that's a blessing but um yeah I think that's what you should hold on to and also know that your family loves you right and if if it is a case where they make you feel like this is something that you should not do, go back to, number one, you're an adult. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Exactly. <laughs> and number two, you definitely aren't abandoning when you're not saying see you never. Right. You're saying see you. On the holidays. On the holidays and other times you want to come We get FaceTime. Exactly. Yeah. I think you can't really abandon parents. I mean... I guess if they're, like, ill or something. Or, like, like you have to take care of them or something. But, like, they're your parents. Like, 
they can abandon you. You can't really abandon them. And yeah. it's not abandonment if you still keep communication. You're still there for Like, you can be there for people from a million miles away. Exactly. Especially um, in this day and age. Exactly. Like, we're not horse and buggy where you don't, <laughs> you don't see them. You, go, you leave from home and you never see them again. So it's not, I don't think you should, I don't even think abandonment is the right word. I think, um, yeah, I don't think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not abandoning them yeah. by moving to a new city. That's a good point. Don't think of it as abandonment. It is a big step, but let's say you got into some college that was, if let's say if you're on the East Coast, you get into college on the West Coast, and it's a really good school, great opportunity, you don't pass it up. This probably would have been a step that you had taken. So this is something which even more empowering, this is a decision you're making on your own, and you will probably feel very liberated. Of course, things are going to feel really different, but this is a really big thing for you. And I really do hope you make that move. I do too. Because also like, like suburb, suburbs can feel so small. Mm-hmm. Like growing up in a big city and staying there your whole life, you can feel like you get a bunch of different experiences anyway. But in the suburbs, it tends to be, it can be monotonous. So I think like this is your chance to see something different, like, even if it's just for a year and experience so many cool things and then take that back home to your exactly. family um, and share those experiences with them. So it can be a win-win for everyone. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like I got that out of college in some ways. Yeah, me too. Like knowing what I want out of my future. Yeah. Just from getting to know other people. Totally. Yeah. I love that. You love it. Thank you for submitting yeah. and Thank we you hope you move. Tell us if you move, we'll hang out. Please do. Hang out if you move us. to New York, let's hang out. You have we to will tell us. make sure we welcome you. Yes, we'll welcome you properly. properly. <laughs> <laughs> get the what gets me experience. Exactly. And please, even if you move to another city, let us know. Yeah, tell us where you are. Okay, um, let's go to another one. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about taking care of natural hair. Someone said what's been getting them is taking care of their natural hair. Do you have any comments on this one? Um, I got some comments. I have a comment. I can't be bothered with it, so I don't do it. Me too. I either have braids. <laughs> I, first of all, I don't do my own hair. Um, okay. And that's such a privileged thing, I guess. I just... First of all, I have really fine. We have this in common. We, we have really fine, very fine soft hair. Yes. So like, it'll get easily heat damaged. It'll easily break off. Mm-hmm. Our edges will get snatched out. So like, mm. part of it is I'm too scared to mess with my own hair, so I don't do it myself. And then the other part of it is I just don't want to be bothered with it, and I want it to stay healthy. So, I either have braids or I get silk presses every two weeks. Mm. So. I'm not a naturalista. I don't wear my natural hair ever. Yeah. Um, maybe we need... The curl pattern is unpatterned. What is your curl pattern? Your natural one? I don't even know. You don't know? No. Wow. Is it I know it's not 4C. Okay. It's a 4-something. Okay. Is that... Like, do you not know because it's been straightened so much? No. Or you just like, don't... Last year, like... Now I'm back in the silk presses. It got heat damage recently, so now that's why. Oh, but like from your nat- your regular salon? I went, no, 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 no. I went to the uh, one off. One out. off. I was in Orlando. I needed my hair done. Uh-huh. I went to my best friend's person, and she ruined my hair. It's because they don't know for fine strands. You don't. You cannot. Turn the heat you all don't the way need up. a lot of heat. You don't need all that. You don't heat. need any heat. Yeah. Basically. You barely need a blow dryer. Like, like a you feather. Just, right. It's like a feather. It's like a feather. Um, but I just don't know because I just never wear my hair natural, and I don't care. It's, is it because you don't you don't wash your hair on your own? I've washed it on my own and I've like seen it, but I'd be looking at the pictures and I'm like, you don't fall into that. Okay. The pictures are so unclear. They are pretty unclear. It just, I mean, and the force as a four C girly, what they call four C, look, 
if that's 4C, I got 4Z hair. Because the 4Cs be, be looking, looking real loose. Bifacial. <laughs> real loose. <laughs> okay. A loose coil. Um, yeah, similar to... Okay, I had... Similar to what she said, Sid. I don't really... I try and take care of it as best as I can, but I don't... I don't wear my hair natural. Wait, what? You do better than me. Yeah, I mean, I do touch my hair, and I will do my hair. I'll put my hair in a bun. I'll slick it back with a whole lot of gel. Right. That's as natural as my hair is getting. And I tried... This was in 2020. I had, I think this was my natural right. awakening almost. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I would perm my hair. I stopped doing that since. Really? Like, yeah, I permed my hair all the way up to. Hmm. <laughs> when did I stop that? All the way up to the freshman year of high school. And then okay. I stopped. Before that, I was getting silk presses. And I got silk presses every two weeks for two years. Okay. And that. I still have damage on one side of my hairline really? from that. Yeah. Because yeah. she would wrap it in the same direction every time. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. But I've gotten to a point. I had that natural. I'm going to try doing my natural hair re- reawakening. I would put, I would try and do wash and sets. And also my hair is 4C for context. Very fine and like tightly coiled 4C. Mm. The wash and sets, or no, not wash and set, wash and go, excuse me. That is not a wash and set. It was a wash, wash and go, go where you put, like you wash your hair, when it's wet, put gel in it. Them things would take me four hours. Jesus. That is not a wash and go. That's a wash and sit down. <laughs> so after That's going a wash through, and stop. Yes. Wash <laughs> and stop, sit down, and put gel in my hair for hours. And would it look cute? Yeah. Mm. But it would also only last me about three days before it starts to get tangled. So at this point, I, convenient. I'm out four hours and it's only been three days. Damn. Couldn't be me. So, it isn't me. That's why I know. Yeah, that. it's, it's, yeah. So basically, we are not the ones to ask, but <laughs> Man, I'd say. We should probably have had Annie, Annie and Kumi. Kumi. Yeah. But Annie's not a natural Lisa either. Yeah, Annie doesn't really, yeah. I don't see her with her natural hair. Kumi, Kumi, Kumi I haven't seen her with her natural hair. I've seen hair. pictures of her. I've, I've seen, never okay. seen her in real in life. In real life. We just might not be the girls to ask, but my advice. <laughs> We're busy corporate girlies. That might be another podcast for that. That might be another pod. We, we are need a not guest that kind of to podcast. answer these. We are not that kind of. <laughs> um, but my advice is there are a lot of now natural hair salons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you want recommend right. recommendations, we well, can get Maybe some. we can post them on the, on the gram. Yeah. Um, but I'd go to one and they'll like get you off to a start. Like if you need a trim, mm-hmm. if you need treatments, they'll get you off there. And then they can show you different styles that'll be good for you and like show you how to do it and be manageable. And maybe go once a month or every two months or something or every few weeks until you get the hang of things and can yeah. do it all on your own. Um, that's a good way to go about it. Yes. And to give some advice. Yeah. Um, I like to do, like right now, see my hair, got to sew in. I actually just washed this by myself yesterday, which is crazy. Um, and I know y'all see it's blended. It's laid. Laid. Oh, laid and slayed. You can't even tell. <laughs> um, but what I do when I have... I always alternate. I used to do wigs, but now I'm a sewing girl. Yeah. Um, I alternate between when I have a protective style, so like a sewing or braids. Typically, it's braids for me. Or those are really the only ones I do. Yeah. And sewins are a new thing for me, so really right. just braids. It looks good on you. Thanks. I'm gonna keep doing. I'm that. scared of sewins. They're expensive. Oof. They are expensive, <laughs> but like every time I had a sewin, like the leave out just would not survive for me. I okay, my leave out survives better when I go to the salon. Right. 
and let them handle it. Let that. Yes, that's another thing. I like. He, to just, like, if you have a sew-in, put the flat iron down. Put it down. It's tough. Put it down. Just go. I recommend if you have the money to just go to the salon. They'll lay it and it's gonna lay. They'll wash it. They'll spoil it. Yeah, they'll get it. But um, yeah, I like to alternate. So if I do like four weeks protective style, I try and do a week off and do something with my natural hair. So that's when I do my buns, and I think that's just natural. That's naturally just healthier mm-hmm. because I've had times where I hop from braids, wash, take out, and then go back to braids, yeah. and my hair is broken. Really? Because it's getting pulled from the scalp too much. Got it. So yeah, I mean, it also depends on the type of hair you got, but I think. Best thing to do, taking care of your natural hair, have patience, try mm. and make it an enjoyable experience. Because mm. um, at least for me, when I know it's wash day, it's something I don't look forward to. And I've, there's a lot of videos people so talking bad. I hate about. Washing my hair. Yeah, there's a lot of videos where people talk about how they've made it something more enjoyable. So try and make it as enjoyable as possible. Also plan out your styles. Mm. I need to start doing this more, but plan out your styles for the, the year. Think about how much they're going to cost you, what month you want to get them done, yeah. because it gets expensive. Because you know, <laughs> summer is not silk press season. It is not. I mean, even with the sewing. Protective style season. Did you see when it just started raining randomly? Did that happen yes. for you over here? I was outside. Oh, and I was like, outside? and oh. I, was, I was running because I was just annoyed I was getting wet, but I was like, thank God my hair's in braids. Yeah. That is... Because my hair looks just fine. Yep. Exactly. Like with this, I try not to leave without an umbrella. Yeah, oh, that's right. You can't can't get caught lacking. Can't get caught. Just cannot. That is so funny. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you want some recommendations for hair salons, we got you. Hit our DM on Instagram and we'll give you some. Yeah, we'll send some your way. Um, what else do we have? Um, okay, this is a good one. What's getting this person is not feeling guilty about growing out of friendships. You're got by that, sister? I I get it not feeling so she's oh no 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 she's not i think she's i I see what she means no she does i think it's like trying to not feel what's getting her is trying to not feel guilty oh about i was like what's the problem you don't feel guilty yeah because if you don't feel guilty period right but if you do feel guilty about growing out of friendships that's i think that's a natural feeling but that's like how life goes Mm -hmm. like you're going to outgrow people and i find that's especially true when you transition, like when you go through phases. So if it's like, if you switch schools, if you graduate from some, if you start a new career path um, and someone's not doing that right alongside of you, naturally you are just doing different things with your life, um, whatever avenue that may be. And when you're not aligned with someone, you naturally just grow apart because you're not identifying and experiencing the same exact things. Um, so I think that's just a very natural human thing. Um, and I think feeling guilty is natural, but it shouldn't last too long because it's like you haven't done anything wrong. Um, so I don't think there's a need to feel guilty, but I think it's valid to like mourn the relationship that you once had, but recognize that things change, people change, life changes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Definitely. I've had, over these past years, I had a period where I felt like, I've, I think it's been like, it's been multiple, but I mean, I'd say like maybe two mm-hmm. at most three periods where I felt like I was outgrowing people around me. Mm-hmm. First one started end of high school. And I think I talked about this in friendships in adulthood, that episode. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of going through that period now. Yeah. I feel like I'm stepping into a part. Ugh, I feel like it sounds corny to say a season in my life, but <laughs> I feel like I'm stepping into a new season in my life that I prayed for a very long time for. Mm. 
Love it. Yeah. Like, and as I do that, I recognize there are parts of relationships, even if it's not just like an entire friendship, there's parts of relationships and entire relationships that I feel like, like I was saying to you said earlier, work for an outdated version of me. Yeah. They work for an expired version of me. And she don't live here no more. She does not live here and she's never coming back. Right. She's expired. Expired. That she's not getting renewed. She's not coming back. <laughs> so your membership has declined. Yeah, and I think there there have been feelings of I remember the first time this happened to me back in 2020 where I felt like I'm really outgrowing this one relationship. I felt so guilty. Mm. I felt really guilty because that friend still had a lot of love for me. Right. And we were just in two completely different places. Right. But I just had to recognize I got to do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they everyone's going to do what's best for them. Right. And I kind of just had to let things fizzle out. Right. That's, how, that's yeah, that's tough. my approach too. That's it's rough. tough. I, and it's tough because I had to, I kind of had to force the fizzle. Okay. Which I felt really bad doing. And it turns to the conversation, like, do you just tell that person? I think it's even worse to tell someone, I don't want to be friends with you when they have, it seems like there's right. no issue. I think a fizzle is more respectful, honestly. You think what? A, a fizzle is better. Respectful? Like, just like, yeah. fully like, you know, withdraw. Yeah, and also if you see someone moving like that in your life, but like maybe it doesn't always have something to say about you, right? It but maybe be- it is the more mature thing to have that conversation. But how do you tell someone like I know we've been really great friends, but I'm not feeling this anymore. I just That's feel the thing. Because there's no field. nice way to say I don't want to be your friend. I'd feel really blindsided and sick by that. Mm-hmm. I I think I'd rather just realize oh that's how this person is moving that. I mean, I could say that, but I don't know. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like, what if you just started, like... Or, like, what if I started just being funny acting? Then I would be like, she's fake. <laughs> I don't like her, no way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, it's almost... And maybe... I don't know I what's more mature. Because then, cause then I, I feel like... But it's almost yeah. like when I was in that position, I kind of wanted this person to not... I kind of wanted them to just not like me, so I'd feel a little less right. guilty about it. So I definitely <laughs> feel what this person is saying. Like, you Sorry. feel guilty, and you're fine. Like, I just felt like if I start to withdraw myself, which is what I wanted to do, maybe they'll right. like me less and they won't even want to hang out with me. Right. But I don't know. It's really tough. It's, it's so hard. tough. It's an emotional thing. I think I've never struggled with the fizzle. Like, when it's fizzled, it fizzles. Then it is what it is. Yeah. Um, though I will miss, like, oh, how we once were. Exactly. So that's that'll be, like, a sad thing, but it's, like, it is what it is and whatever. I think... I don't feel guilt when I feel like I've had the like recent like growing apart because I've felt like someone was just on a completely different path and it wasn't like a positive one. Yes. Or what I deemed as positive or that's productive. That's what it's always been for me. I mean, I think in that first situation I'm referencing where I just felt like I had to make that person not like me. I just felt like I was my energy was being sucked. Right. Drained. And then in those instances, I don't feel guilty because it's like, I'm very clear. It's not just like a, there's something weird going on here and I don't know what it is, but we're not clicking anymore. It's like, I'm very clear. Like, I don't want to go down whatever path you're going down. Yeah. And it's a wrap for me. Mm-hmm. So we're going to fizzle. I'm going to pull back. It's a wrap. And it's a wrap. For you, baby. Shout out to Mariah Carey. <laughs> we definitely don't sound like her. At all. Not even a little bit. Um, so I don't really feel guilty when I feel like people are just being counterproductive and it's like yeah. detracting from what I got from going what on. What you're stepping here. into. Right. Mm. Keep it on the playground. Love that. 
love so, yeah, what success of. Don't feel um don't feel guilty. Just just fizzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also don't one thing I have to I've been really good at reminding myself these days not to gaslight myself. Oh don't because don't make yourself feel bad about feeling guilty. Right. Don't be like, well, you feel guilty and that's because you're wrong. No. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're outgrowing a friendship, you're outgrowing the friendship, friendship. and there's nothing to be guilty right. about that. Like, you're not doing anything wrong. A lot of times we feel emotions and we feel bad for feeling our honest emotions. Exactly. How you feel is how you feel. Why should you feel guilty for how you feel? Exactly. If it's in an honest emotion. You right. You have to apologize. Exactly. You don't have to apologize. And also just because I think that's something I'm learning as I'm unlearning people pleasing mm-hmm. is Same. I cannot feel bad about my emotions because everyone else has their emotions. They just express them freely. Right. So, and as they should, I mean, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Right. But I can't like, don't feel guilty about your guilt because that's you wanting to please the other person. And totally. that's not your job. Yeah. No matter how much it may hurt for you to healthily detract out of a relationship that's not yeah. serving you. That's not something for you to feel bad about. People right. get hurt. Like, at some point, you're going to get hurt in a relationship, right. too, in a friendship. And it just, sometimes it is what it sometimes is. Sometimes the truth hurts. And I've been really big on, like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I like, don't take it. that approach with, like, fizzling friendships. <laughs> but on, along the lines of I said what I said is, like, if what I said was true, if you're upset by something I said or something I did, but it was valid and true, then I, there's not much I can or want to do about that. Yeah. Because it's like, but did I lie, though? I'd be having to tell myself. Did I lie? Did she lie? Did I lie? And if I didn't, if the answer is no, then you just got to sit in that and figure it out for yourself. Exactly. So don't feel guilty. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up here. This was was fun. fun. This was really fun. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Follow and engage with us on Instagram at what gets me pod and let us know what you thought about this episode. Also, be sure to follow us on TikTok at What Gets Me. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and let us know what's getting you. Make sure you go on our Instagram, hit that link tree and fill out the what's getting you form. We hope you have a great week wherever you are. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) And that is what gets me.